two. Okay, hello, welcome back to another episode of What's Wrong With You by Amanda <laughs> Barrow. This is Anson. This is Mika. And yeah, so today's episode is going to be an interesting one. Um, okay, so a little bit of a, I guess, the context to this uh, topic. Mm-hmm. So, Mika and I, we go bowling pretty often. We go about two, three times a week. And then one time I went, I arrived early, and as I was, as I was waiting for Mika, there was this um, there was this lady, arguing um, with her daughter. And I wasn't sure exactly what they were arguing about, but basically, what from what I see, the daughter didn't want to leave, and then the mom was like, "Hey, get up! We should be leaving." And then the daughter was throwing a tantrum. Now Mika missed most of like about maybe fifty percent. Of the start, so he didn't know what he was walking into, but then, the moment he came and he saw the lady, um, scolding a kid, Mika immediately assumed that the lady was at the wrong. Even after I explained to Mika, what was going on, he still thought that the lady was in the wrong. And what was the what was the reason you gave again? Well, the lady is scolding her kid, and her kid's like I don't know at the most five or seven. So what does a seven year old fucking know? Compared to her mom, who's like I don't know, forty, thirty-five. So my thing is like you're the older person, so be the, be the more mature one, and be and you know acknowledge that this is a kid. They probably don't know shit. So just like, don't hold it against them for being like a dick when you know, t- say it nicely because she was being like really condescending. No, but then uh, the thing is, the first fifty percent which you miss, she was being nice, but then she wouldn't listen. That's why she became like a bitch. Yeah, but that just teaches the child that you, if if you don't get your way being nice, you just be a dick, and then you know people listen to you. That's bad. That's not what you're supposed to do. I don't know I've never been a parent, and I've never had like good parents, so I'm not sure. But I know that that shit. Like, if I were the kid, I'd be like, you know what, fuck you, and that's how you grow up being like me. Well, I just think that that's very. It's not bad parenting because that's how my parents raised me as well, you know. They tell you. They tell you a, and you don't listen. And how 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 many times do you expect them expect them to say a, in a nice way until they get frustrated? Well, that that's the thing. Frustration. That's a flaw of theirs. If they just have patience, that's number one. Number two. If you keep saying it in the same way and the kid doesn't listen, maybe say it in a different way. You know? I mean, how many ways can you say let's go? Well, I, I don't know. I've never been a parent, but that's just not okay Because the kid didn't want to leave because... I don't know, because she wanted to stay and climb more, I she guess. She stayed for like another 45 minutes, didn't she? She was still climbing when we was started. Was she still climbing? Yeah. She was putting on her shoes, like, wasn't she? When she was... I don't remember, but... Like, I, I know that the kid didn't want to leave, but the mom was like, hey, we got to go. Hmm. And, yeah, I, I just found it very weird that Mika was like, she's wrong. Like, you know, the first thing he said was, the mom's definitely wrong. I'm like, hmm. well, it, it's one of those cases of she's wrong in the sense that, in, in the sense that, like, if you're driving and you see, like, a car that's like, got into an accident and someone's like stuck inside instead of stopping to like and the car's like on fire or something instead of stopping to like go help you just like stand on the sidelines and just call like 911 
because even though like you could have just got gone up and like pulled the person out because you're scared of the fire, it's like not wrong, but it's like also wrong in the sense that you could have done more. In this in this sense, like I'm I'm pretty sure this kid, like statistically speaking, she's not gonna grow up to be like fucked up because of this one interaction or like all the interactions that she's had with her mom that where her mom has been quotation marks wrong, but. It's just that you could have raised like such a better kid if you just get your shit together in your parenting department. That's what I feel, you know? You're not... Like, to me, it's a crime when you are not as good as you possibly could be. And, like, I think you could be better than that. So it's not, like, wrong. It's not she's, like, you know, being the shit out of a kid. It's that she just could do better. I just find it pretty ironic that you say that because... um there are some things which I just don't care that it could be better. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. um, is that what you were gonna say? Just one example that immediately popped into my mind when you said like, she could change the way that she right. spoke, like the the way that she was addressing the issue. You and your dad, right? Okay. So your whole um, I want to drop out on to do my own shit, that kind of thing. Like you know, we've like Grace and I we told you multiple times that's um. You could change the way that you speak, you know, change the way that you tell your dad. Instead of addressing it in a negative way, you could address it in a positive way. And you're like, nah, he doesn't listen, no, 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 I already tried, you know. That's just what I thought was pretty funny, because here you are criticizing that parent. Meanwhile, you're cri- meanwhile you are doing exactly what the parent is, but not changing the way you're addressing it. The difference is, I'm 19, my dad's 48. If he can't fucking understand the concept of happiness, then he's kind of like fucked up in that way. That's number one. Number two, not neither of you, and including no anyone listening, probably very few people listening, know what it's like to be like in that kind of relationship with a parent. So, you know, like, I'm not saying you don't know what it's like, but you kind of don't. Like, so I've you're talk- saying that I don't know what it's like. I, I, I mean, fine, I've been fine. talking to this guy for like 19 years. And, or like, I don't know, 15 years, if you want to count, like, intelligently talking. And I've tried, like, saying all kinds of different things. Like, you have never talked to him. That's you know? true. You don't That's really... true. And then, like, I don't know. Then number three is that department is kind of one where if I spend too much energy on thinking about it, I realize that it jeopardizes everything else. Like, if I spend, too, for example, it's like, if I spend too much time, like, trying to improve on this stuff, you just get sucked in. Because it's, like, so traumatizing and emotionally like conflicting that you just can't function after that same like some of my medium articles after i write them i like two hours i just need to like sit down and eat bagels i can't i can't work because it just takes such a toll on your brain and so with this thing sometimes i realize it's just better to move on you know just ignore it i'm wrong cool just throw it in the pile of do it later and i guess that's what the parent like is was doing as well but the stakes are a bit higher here because what do i gain what do i stand to lose from this my dad cool it's big but cool what do you stand to lose when you treat your kid like trash like the next 60 years of their life they're gonna be fucked up potentially if you keep doing it over and over again that's why like i i don't know i hold parenting to like a very high standard just because i know how fucked up it can be and that's why you hold parenting to a high standard but do you know what good parenting is no so how do you know what high standard is i know what doesn't work and that doesn't work for you because in this case you're the for me yeah Yeah. and 
in your case, well, in everyone's case, parenting works differently because parenting is catered towards the individual. Towards it, okay, yeah. My dad cannot treat you if you were his son the same way as he treats me because we are different people. He might say things in a way that will make sense to me, but he might not say things in a way that makes sense to you. So, what I'm trying to get here is that um, parenting is very like individualistic, right? Like I would say that my parents are good parents, and I know that growing up, some of the things they they used to parent me, you know, including it's very similar to the way that the lady at the boarding place was using to parent her kids. I mean, we don't know how the kid is zombie like. What if she's always a bitch? Well, it's 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 her kid. Well, it is a she's a kid. But know? then, the kid when growing up has a certain personality. You don't shape the personality. Growing up, I, I was very talkative. I don't. I I always ask questions, and it always. What the hell happened? <laughs> no, literally, every time like on the car. I'll be asking my parents questions like why, 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 why this, why that, you know, why this. So growing up, I was very talkative, but it's not like they shaped me to be talkative. It's just because I was talkative. In the same way, what if the kid just grew up and was like always a bitch and just doesn't want to listen, you know, has a boner against authority. Well, that was me. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. So I find it funny that in this case. That's you are pretty much parallel to the kid, because yes, kind of. your parents tell you, "Don't do this," and you're like, "No, I want to do it." So, you're saying that that's bad parenting because of the way the parents treated her. Well, what would you, what would you recommend parents do in that case? I have no fucking idea. I'm not. I I mean, I've never been a parent, and I'm not even close. But yeah, but then, what would be? From your perspective, what would be something that would be helpful for you, or something that would make you listen? I think it's the same way as uh, this is gonna sound stupid, but it's the same way as when you market shit for people to sell. When you build a brand and you slap the brand on a pair of jeans and you want people to buy it, you people buy it because of the equity, the social equity, the trust. And so with a kid, well, I'm just just off the top of my head, like I have no experience with this at all, obviously. Just off the top of my head, I would say you know build the respect for the person, build the build your brand as a parent, so to speak, so that even though the kid doesn't agree with you, if like Taylor Swift came in the door right fucking now, Taylor Swift right comes in the door and she's like, Mika, take this camera. I know you like it, but return it because you got better things coming. Save your money. I would go and return it tomorrow. Why? Brand because you trust her. Yes. Why do you trust her? You don't even know her. Exactly. Her music is powerful. That's just personal. And then another thing, like another example. So say like I don't know who else do I know that's really. Uh oh! If Davina, one of my sister's friends, I don't talk to her much, and we haven't talked like much. But I I respect her. So if she came in the door right now and she's like, um, do something I really don't like, like you know. Um, oh, you should focus on school a bit more. Th- categorically, do not like. 
I, I probably wouldn't. I'd give it like two days, but then I probably, But that's like. Okay, that was a horrible example. That's. That's. <laughs> that's honestly the stupidest thing that ever came out of my mouth. What? That whole. Whatever the fuck that no, was. No, I was trying to. Okay, those examples were bad. That was dumb. But imagine brand. Gordon Lee walk into the building right now and tells you. Mika, you should take economics. You should really study hard for economics. You should get a doctorate in economics what because that to, will help what you. What I was trying to And you will drop everything and you go study brand. economics because <laughs> he's a good man and he's a powerful man that and you believe everything you say even though you don't know fucking jack shit about that guy. Brand. Same with Taylor Swift. You don't know anything about Taylor Swift. I respect Taylor Swift because of her music. And you respect Gordon Lee because he's a good professor. But to a certain extent. There's yeah, like a skill. That's a skill, yes. But then in this sense... They're both telling you to do something that you nas- you do not want to, but yet in Taylor Swift's case, you say, sure, because I, be- I believe you because of your music. But in Gordon Lee's case, you're like, wait, I don't want to because you don't like studying. So, no, no, it's not, it's not the same. Gordon it, is, Lee, it is the no, same. No, it's not. Because it it's, it's the brand to me. Like, Taylor Swift is here, it's okay. up here, and mm-hmm. Gordon Lee is like, you know, okay. here. Who else is here that's in the academic, academic field for you? In the academic field? I'm not sure. Okay, let's say someone like fucking, I don't know, Stephen Hawking. Well, I don't have any basis of relation with Stephen Hawking. Does it, the brand, does it matter? no, the does brand, it... the brand, the definition of brand is what you're missing out on is that it's personal. Like, I like Nike. You might not like Nike. I hate Adidas. You might like Adidas. It's like personal. It's a personal connection. With parents, that's what I was trying to say. Like, a personal relationship, like a personal equity to use with the child. Just because you're Donald Trump and you're the president doesn't mean when you have a kid, the kid has like that respect to you just because you're the president. You need to build that relationship with the kid. It's personal. So with me and Taylor Swift, it's personal because like I connect with her music. With Gordon Lee, sure, you know, he can have like tenure and PhD, like five PhDs, whatever. But I just don't connect with that. So it's personal. In the same way with my parents, like if they were more like if my mom were more like her sister my sister is more like um artsy kind of out there I, in fact i connect with better with my aunt than my mom in that sense but if my parents were less academic you know we might probably have a better relationship right now because it's just the same it's like it's like if you it's it's all preference it's like if you were trying to connect with, like if you both your parents were bodybuilders and you know, you, do, you don't really like exercise that much. If they were just bodybuilders, right? And they had that mentality. Like, you'd find it hard to connect with them as well, just because preference. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're bad people that they're bodybuilders. They might be the best in the world. They might be Olympic athletes. But just because it's you, and you preferentially don't connect with that, then you don't have that respect. Your parents happen to be similar to you. I'm not. I would also argue against that point, saying that if your parents are bodybuilders, growing up in that environment, you would probably become a bodybuilder as well, just because of the the way you grew up and like Well the look at look live. at my parents and look at me. Are we the same? <laughs> I mean you were on track to be like that. Yes, but I'm not. Yeah but I'm And you that's were. when everything like crumbled. Well yeah. I wasn't on track for long. You weren't on track for long. But you were still on track because there yeah, was still because, you know, part of you that were influenced by that yes, culture yes. because Because you have nothing as a kid, so you just take whatever's closest. Okay, right? Why <laughs> you've been smiling this whole time? I just find it like very <sighs> stupid. Not stupid, it's more like bewildered? Confusing? Confused? Delusional. Delusional? No, I don't think you're deluded. I just think that you are weird. 
And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, that's it. I mean, I have nothing else to say. It's I'm I'm just speechless right now, right? Why? You made your point. I made my point. No, no, I feel like I I'm curious actually. Why are you so confused? Because for me, it's very hard for me to understand your point of view. Well, you you mean with the relationship thing, like the brand, the connection, the preferential yeah, connection. Yeah, yeah, like all those stuff. So, what's an artist that's very famous that you don't like? Ariana. Like singer artist. Yeah, yeah. Um. Unbox therapy. Sure. You don't like him, and he's big, right? Okay. Uh, no. How about let's say someone like Chitu Cab, or let's say someone like uh. Akmu. Akmu. Ah, who do I don't like? Fucking. Okay. Sure. Unbox therapy. Okay. Okay. So unbox therapy is this channel on YouTube that has ten million subs. So it's like top one percent on YouTube, right? Pretty big deal. Anson doesn't like him, and I I do. So. If he just he's he's like got. Influence and he's like successful, you know. His quotation marks made it, but in his case, if he were to give you like some advice, you wouldn't really like connect with it very much because, especially if it's something related to his personality. So it's like, you know, if he says, you know, Anson, like I think you should be more like you know, cringy in your in like the way you talk. That's how you connect with people. Say for example, he said that, but then someone who's like equally on the level who you do like, say like Linus Tech Tips. Another YouTuber, he'll be like, "Oh, you know, Anson, you should be like, um, a little bit more, um, you know, outgoing in your personality. That's how you connect with people. You'd be more inclined to listen to Linus versus Lewis from Unbox Therapy, even though they're the same level of influence, just because you connect with Linus more. But their level of influence, like Unboxes ter- Unbox Therapy's uh, influence, it's not in my scope. Like, I'm not in his scope of influence." What do you mean? Oh yeah, okay, I get you. So that wouldn't necessarily apply. Well, it's the same well. with with Taylor Swift and Gordon Lee. Okay, fine. I don't know. It's just like you like people. But you like you know, you like different people. So you don't listen to the ones you don't like. Which is actually a flaw. You know, you probably should. Yeah. But it's just but what happens. Yeah, that's just a hypothetical situation. It's fine. Um. Hmm. I actually find it very funny that you managed to pull like pull in parrot thing and connect that with brand equity. Yes, you can see how much I love my job. <laughs> Jesus, um, <laughs> brand brand equity. All right, I guess let's talk about parents because we have time. Sure. I'm trying to think of ways that we can. Cat, how to say categorize? Okay. My parents' uh, brand equity. Okay. So, you mean like quantify it? Is it quantified? Yeah, sure. So give a number to it, basically. Oh, are you giving a number? Okay, uh, no, why are you trying to... Are you trying to like, uh, rate it? Qua- qua- qualitatively okay, yeah. observe it. Okay. So... Evaluate how good it is. Yeah. In a sense. Okay. I'm not really sure why I'm getting with this, but I just wanted to, like, I guess, compare parents. Okay. Because you always talk about your parents, and I'm pretty sure everyone that actually listens to this knows a lot more about your parents than my parents. Yes. Because my parents, in in a good way, they are pretty normal. Mm-hmm. In a good way, because I don't want my parents to be 
out there, out there, you know, like left field or some like bullshit like that. So for me, the, like a normal parent would be one that's like rational. Okay. Doesn't do like stupid shit. Like I going, do, like going out to McDonald's at four AM, kind of stupid shit, or like taking mm-hmm. a trip to Cuba, kind of stupid shit. None of those are stupid shit, but maybe not stupid shit. Um, okay, how about this? Parents actually care about the kids. Okay. I. You see, this is actually a point that our parents share, even if you don't see it. They care. They care. Yeah. They do care. Yes. They yes. care about you. Yes. And my parents care about me. Yes. But the way they show how they care is very different. Yes. Your dad cares about you. Yes. Yes. And I'm not sure if I can say this on, like. Say it. Because like this is what you told me like last uh, on last week's podcast before we started recording. Yeah, it was about the the Sunday morning call that you yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you say that your dad was nearly choking up during the call. Yeah, right? he was choking up. That was yeah, sure. choking up. Okay. So, from what I inferred from that, like, from that uh, conversation, was that your dad actually cares about you, and he cares that his family is in fucking shambles, and he wants to repair that, but. He he's just he's struggling to find a way to do so because he is not maybe a, not a good problem solver and he doesn't have any experience in this because yes, yes. he also had shit parents as yes. well. So shit parents made him a shit parent, and now he's struggling to become a good parent, but he just cannot. Hmm. But from what I've heard from, like you and about your dad, is that is in uh, in him like. He still cares about you. Yes. He still wants you to do well. It's just that he's not very open to alternative options to you doing well. Yes. To him, doing well is getting good grades and getting a degree. That's all. Yeah, and that is why I am so okay with dropping, basically like cutting cutting him off and saying, you know, I'm going to drop out of college, even though that's what he really believes in. Because I believe that it's going to make me a better person. It's not because I'm cold and I don't care about his feelings. It's because that I know, personally, just because I know me better than he knows me, that college is not good for me. And I can do better in every aspect of my life. Maybe not money, but (laughs) every aspect of my life, you know, doing all this stuff. So, hypothetically, if your dad was open to you dropping out of university, how would your relationship be like with him? I I don't know. That's a. I, I well I don't know because if you were open to that, it, I would guess that there's other stuff like little blocks that are also aligned that lead up to that. Do you get what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So then other things would be fixed, presumably. Makes sense. Yeah. Either that or it's just just that single block because he's just goes like, okay, you know what? I'm just not gonna care anymore this time. But then the rest of this, the rest of it is still fucked up. Do you get what I mean? So there's two different scenarios. I can see that playing out. But the only way I actually see... Hi, mom. Don't worry. You can come. I can cut you out. Hello. We decided to do it here because that's good lighting. Y'all say hello to mom. My non-biological mom. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, My dad. Yes. The how building, the building blocks. That how he like. would react. The only way I would see him actually, like being okay with me dropping out in a good way, is if it takes like years, years and years of me 
you know, showing up to Chinese New Year and I'm not homeless and you're actually like decently, <laughs> like you're working well by yeah. yourself, you know, self-made. Yep. Yep. Okay. Working happy, like it'll take years. Okay. Honestly. That's fair. Um, how about your mom? My mom already is cool with me. Really? Yes. Did, so did you know, um, uh, she's been, I don't know where the hell this came from, but she on her own, Without my dad t- telling her about my plans to drop out, obviously, and not my sister telling her about my plans to drop out, or anyone, she has somehow warmed more and more to the fact that I'm, like, intelligent on my own, and just because I get good grades doesn't mean I'm going to be a failure. Just because you get good grades doesn't mean that you'll become... She's warming to me doing my own thing. Oh, okay, right, okay. So, you know, she's like, you know, you can change programs, or like, yeah, you can drop out of um, school and do like a diploma and shit so it's just like going down that path she's not as extreme as me yet but she's going down that path and I don't exactly know how okay that's interesting that's interesting right so okay she's warmed up to your um, alternative route and then like how would you describe your relationship with her right now blank Blank. I'm so I'm, is it like positive, negative, or neutral? It's blank, it's like neutral with a slightly positive. Like, if I what I want to do is I want to meet up with her and pretend we're strangers so that I can just you know, I connect with everyone, all kinds of people, and I want to connect with this person because she's got interesting like history and I don't want it to be involving me. So if we could meet up and just pretend we were strangers, you know, then that would be that would be cool to me. I would do that. But if we were gonna meet up and she's gonna be like, you know, how are you doing or like what that shit, like I'd be like, okay, no. Because I'm not I I'm I'm okay to deal with her because I've dealt with all kinds of like horrible people. Not to say she's a horrible person, but in my mind there's still that image. But I'm not ready to deal with all the shit that she's done, you know? So what would make you like be okay with her if like with her actions that come from her like what sort of actions can she do to make it up to you okay so besides <laughs> the whole like um meeting up like a stranger thing well uh, it, what can she my sisters asked me this before actually i know i'm okay. i know you what you're saying you're, what you're asking but first i would like some compensation 10 million dollars in cash i'm not joking here 10 million us dollars cash for all the years that I've lost. I'm not shitting you at all. And um actually that's about it. Yeah. What? What? Are you gonna give her ten million cash for wasting ten months of her life? No. You okay, you're not on the podcast, number one. Number two, you did ask me. I question. did. I did. <laughs> so basically you're like suing her, like you're you're filing for a settlement. What is she gonna do? Restore my emotional I don't know. like yeah, whatever. So know. she can't do that. Why not? So she can't do that because not? it's not possible. Why not? How are you gonna fix this inside? That comes from me. Well, that comes from time. Something happened, right? Wasn't it her that caused this? Yes, but she can't fix that directly. What she can do is make sure that I don't have to work for two years of my life so I can fix myself. That's not what I'm gonna do. Two years? 10 million for two years? That's, I'm just pulling shit out of my ass right now. But that figure is pretty, pretty solid. If, like, inflation goes up, then it might be, like, Listen, increasing. 10 million a retire, right? Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not a retire. <laughs> 10 million. But, you know, I feel like... 
You're on the fucking podcast. Shut up. <laughs> do it in the room. If you don't want like people talking. What a fucking <laughs> what a fucking mess. But what? Why did you ask that question? Well, because I was interested. Hmm. I mean, we're just talking, right? So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. Okay, actually, like ten million, and please don't kill any of my friends. Th- that she has to sign a clause saying, "Please don't kill any of my friends," because like I can deal with her fucking with me. You know, as she's giving me the ten million in a suitcase or a check or something, she can call me whatever the fuck she wants, whatever, insult my family, insult whatever. I'd be like, okay, thanks for ten million, bitch. But if she were to like fuck with any of, of the people so, like, I care what? about, you know, after she gives you ten million, then what is the relationship? Is it? Is it just neutral again or what? If it's 10 million, I would treat her like a person like, you know, on the... That, like a new person that I meet, like, neutrally positive. That's how I treat everyone. Neutrally positive. Guys, the, ten, the I, 10 million is just to make up for the years. Guys, I don't know about you, but if someone gives me 10 million dollars, they'll be my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> and... Yeah, on that note. <laughs> well, well, like you, that's not a big number because some people who get cheated like for shorter amounts of time get more money than that by law. Like what? What case was it? What movie was it? That fucking like some studio, they hired a bunch of people and they cheated them out of a lot of money. And like I think ten ten of them sued over a few years and they like Universal Studios or something was forced to pay one hundred and fifty million. That's more than 10 million each. And they just did like two years of work on this one movie. So it's not a big number in the law world. Okay. Did you know, actually, like, since we're going on tangents, Peter Thiel, do you know him? No. Peter Thiel, okay, so he's one of the earliest investors in Facebook. He's, like, still a good investor, and he's he made his name through Facebook, but... He's like obviously this billionaire investor right? or something close. He says that in U- the US, the single digit millionaire can't even like defend himself in like the court of law. So like anywhere from one to nine billion, nine million, you can't even like pay for your own defense, legal defense. In, in case of what? In case of anything. What do you mean anything? Well, he gave this example of like someone who sued him and he was paying like 300,000 300k a month US in just legal fees alone so if someone sues you if you're a single digit millionaire you can't really afford to defend yourself what would you do that would cause someone to sue you anything people can sue you for fucking anything okay oh fuck it assuming that you you don't cause a fuck up on a major level that has to go to court you'll be fine but that was just a statistic yeah so that's why I'm, I'm trying okay, to say that like 10 million is not a lot. I'm assuming that for million as from like 1 to 9 million, the crimes that they might have committed to, to cause them to be sued. That's interesting. Whatever. Okay, I'm assuming that if um, for, for a million as like... Okay, okay, fuck. Just cut it out. For a million as from 1 to 9 million, I'm assuming that the crimes that they might have committed that will be big enough to be sued It's probably some like a... Fraud, fraud, yeah. Um, Cheating people. Blue collars, some I don't know. Money laundering shit, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, I guess those does cost a lot of money to fix. But on that note, no, no, okay. 
I guess also another point. If you do want money, what you could do is, this is an unethical life pro tip for you guys. <laughs> um, do not commit a crime, but get falsely accused for it and get in prison for ten years, and when you come out, you sue for settlement, and then you get money. What? Yeah, because you've been falsely in prison. That makes sense, but what? I've not seen those guys that are, you know, in prison for uh, falsely in prison for murder for thirty years. It comes out gets like a few like twenty million something like that. Twenty million for like thirty years in prison. If you think about it, twenty million for thirty yeah, years. Yeah, but do that's you know still... what being in prison for thirty years on murder yeah. charges is like? I know. What the fuck? Oh, also I read. Um, so there was this. I think it was a book. Okay. By this author, I don't know the name, and I don't know the name of the book. But I just, <laughs> I just, saw, I just read it somewhere. Like this, like small point. So, and we're just going on like tangents here because fuck it, you know. Whatever. Um, nuclear launch. Uh, nuclear launch codes. Okay. The idea is to have a nuclear launch code embedded into a person. Okay. So that in the event that you do want to launch nukes, you have to, you have to use you have to have a personal killing, of one person, to launch nukes that will have a personal killing of, hundreds of thousands. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Because like I understand it, but yeah. So in this event, like, let's say, the president. Wants to launch nukes. And the president will have this one guy that's always with him. Let's say his bodyguard, you know, someone that he interacts with on a daily basis, someone that he's actually close with. In the event that he wants to launch nukes, he will have to personally kill hit the bodyguard to get the launch codes. So that he feels what it's like to yes, lose all those people to actually kill. And I mean, the bodyguard will be handsomely compensated. And I think it just turn off the yeah. Yeah, the bodyguard will be handsomely compensated for his. Duty <laughs> His duty, yeah, you know Carrying launch costs Maybe like, you know A few hundred K uh, A month or a year So I just thought that That was pretty You know, it's not It's not a bad idea If you think about it Because Nukes Are weapons of mass destruction And To be the one that la- Like launches it You got, you know It's sort of like in Avengers That I know you haven't watched When <laughs> uh, Thanos got the Soul Stone he had to sacrifice Gamora. Oh, yeah, I, I know that part. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. In a very morbid and sick way, but still cool nonetheless. <laughs> okay, what does that have to do with... Nothing. Nothing? Nothing yeah. at all. Cool. Remember, it's like the last week or last last week only, I just brought up the conspiracy. Conspiracy theories? Yeah, this is the same thing. No, you know what's funny is, I feel like my tangents have like some... I can draw a map in my mind. Oh, no, my tangents are like completely, yeah, completely out, out of... Which is funny. <laughs> it's just like things I read and I just... Since like, we're also talking about tangents, did you know that this, um, before I came here, I think my fingers are actually like, biologically speaking, worse off than this morning? Because I had to walk in the cold, negative 25, to a bus stop to go to the camera store to get this mic that's on the camera. Oh, you just got it today? This morning. Oh, Yes. I thought you had that since yesterday. No, I bought like the a different one. Oh. And it had interference issues. So I had okay. to get a new one, which was more expensive. Okay, all right. Surprise, surprise. I think I hate the feeling of cold on your fingers. 
It's so bad. That's why you got gloves, bitch. Even with gloves? Yeah, even with gloves. What the fuck? Actually, you know what would be better than gloves? Uh, mittens. I can't operate the camera with mittens. Huh, it's true. Yeah. Even with gloves, it's kind of a pain. Yeah. But even through gloves. And then I was standing at a bus stop, like, waiting for eight minutes or something. Which is kind of ass, but it's not too bad. My toes were starting to get cold. That's how cold it was. Yeah, that's why you wear winter boots. Yeah, my fucking Nikes. Okay, that is the end of today's episode. What am I going to fucking title this episode? What was this about? Parenting? Random shit. Parenting and random shit. Opinions. Opinions. Oh my god. That's no. so bad. If you want some hand cream, I can give you some. I actually went to Southgate yesterday to get some hand cream. Oh, you went to Southgate? Yeah, I did. You went out of the house. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. have you heard of this brand called uh, Kills? Kills? Kills. Kills, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know they had a store. Oh, but they apparently Grace is like, oh, I told you they had a store, but I'm like... They have a, they have a store all over the place. Actually, even my dad likes Kills. Yeah, my and mom told me to buy like a bunch of stuff for her during Black Friday. And I didn't know that they had a store because I would have just went there, but I got it shipped instead, which eh, I mean, guess it doesn't really Liquids matter. is expensive, eh? It's not too bad. Uh, I mean, it's still expensive, but compared to the price in Malaysia, it's going to be it's really? much, much cheaper. Do they tax it in Malaysia? Is that why? It's, I mean, you have to have import import duties and just the cost of importing mm. it, and, you know, and then the price, like the store markups as well. yeah. yeah. Because when I bought the stuff, I just bought it from the Kale store directly, right? So that's only their markup, not yeah, like yeah. their markup and then like the Sephora Oh, in Malaysia, markup. you don't buy from the Kale store? I don't think there is a Kale store. There is. Is there? Yeah. In, um, fuck it. No, no, no. Gurney. Gurney. Gurney Plaza. That's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, Near they, the Rolex. They so. probably, yeah, they probably have an import duty tax then because um, my, mom, my mom was checking the price and she's like, yeah, get it from me in Canada and then bring it's, it back. It's expensive. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I can't. Okay, that's gonna be the end of the podcast. Thank you for Bye-bye. listening. Bye.